0: You can can. You just got to know how to do it properly. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. And uh, I got a call from a listener earlier this week. uh, And she said, Bishop, I'm part of this group on Facebook. And we talk about preserving foods and all the tips and tricks that there are. And somebody had shared a video of a... A popular corporate TV uh, show that's on in the mornings, and the host had somebody come out to do a segment on canning foods, and they just, even the guests they brought out said that they didn't know what they were doing, and people in this uh, online group were uh, pretty alarmed, actually, that... uh... There was somebody not knowing what they're doing, trying to tell people how to can properly. Uh, And and apparently, if you don't can things properly, it can turn out bad. Uh, So I wanted to reach out to some of the experts on this. And in particular, uh, we have just a great resource through the U of I extension offices all across the state. Well, uh, joining us right now is Caitlin Mellendorf. She is a nutrition and wellness educator with the U of I extension. Caitlin, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, I imagine that, uh, you know, it's not unique to me, a radio show host to have people reach out and say, I just saw a whole bunch of, uh, what could be misinformation about uh, a certain topic. Um, tell me what, what, what kind of things you hear from people, uh, when it comes to canning and preserving foods
1: a lot of the calls that i get the questions that i get if they are new to canning or even if they've done it for years a lot of the misinformation comes from usually older practices that were recommended you know several decades ago but we have new research we have different types of methods to preserving that are um, more improved so they do a better quality of preserving the foods for a longer time. And they have the added benefit of not um, producing some of the different bacteria that we're concerned about that can make us sick in canned foods. So a lot of that, you know, time, you know, time has passed and people still maybe use older methods of preserving that aren't as safe anymore. So that's where a lot of what I get is doing that education on What's the current up-to-date practices, and why do we not recommend some of these older practices anymore?
0: Well, and talk about that. Why it's important that we do stay up to date on what the uh, the best practices are. What's the harm in uh, improperly canning something?
1: So we have water bath and pressure canning. So there are two different styles of canning, Um, as you might guess. One boiling water bath is a pot of water that's under you know just boiling. And then pressure canning is under a pressure, so it's in a pressure canner that you add the lid, it's all locked in, everything is under pressure. We use those two different types of canning for different foods, and that makes the difference. We have a lot of old USDA bulletins from the early 1900s that recommend water bath canning vegetables like green beans and potatoes. But the challenge and the concern that we see now is the development of a bacteria called botulism or botulinum. And the illness associated with that is botulism. And people may have heard of that before. It is a bacteria that produces a toxin. And the toxin is what produces the very severe symptoms. Um, it's a paralytic. So it, it involves the lungs and people are not able to breathe. And that is going to obviously be a huge problem. Talking- oh, so what... Go ahead. So what we've developed is pressure canning is able to kill off this bacteria because it needs a, a lot of a higher temperature than we can get in boiling water. So that's that some of that change that we see. We see botulism cases every now and again um, in the U.S., but that's usually the big illness that we're trying to prevent with proper home canning.
0: We're talking with uh, Caitlin Mellendorf. She is a nutrition and wellness educator with the U of I extension office about the importance of properly preserving foods. Of course, this is an important topic because we're at that time of season where, you know, people are trying to get their uh, home garden uh, harvested uh, and they want to preserve some things and uh, save them for a, a rainy day, so to speak. Uh, but Caitlin, uh, what are some of the, uh, the the things people are are doing uh, right now? What what kinds of uh, uh, goods and, and, and harvesting? Harvested products are they are they canning and uh, uh, where can they get more information to make sure they're doing it properly and not uh, leading to possibly getting botulism?
1: The crop, I think the big thing in Illinois is tomatoes. Like we just uh, gardeners love tomatoes, and so they can make tomato juice. They can have canned tomatoes available. They can make um, you know soup mixes and chili, and they can do all sorts of awesome things. And so the resources that we recommend are resources from USDA, uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture. They have a whole book on canning. I also recommend, uh, through the University of Georgia, the National Center for Home Food Preservation. They have a website. They also have a book that you can purchase online. And it does more than just canning. So it talks about other types of preserving, like dehydration, freezing, fermenting, which are all... um, for me, in my tiny kitchen, a lot simpler than getting all the equipment for canning out of you know out of my kitchen. But those are great ones. And then of course, um, check out local extensions. So whether you're in Illinois or other states, um, every state has a extension um, uh, system, and so you can find local resources. We keep up to date on all the different changes. The big one that we had were white peaches. So um, the acidity is very different in white peaches versus yellow flesh peaches. So that was a big thing that came out of Wisconsin a couple of years ago. So, uh, you know, we do have research that just continues to be updated and we're testing foods and so we appreciate when people come use Extension as a resource to remain up to
0: date. Caitlin Mellendorf, a nutrition and wellness education professional with the U of I Extension. And uh, Caitlin, uh, of course, you're in the Decatur area, uh, and there seems to be different uh, expertise for different Extension offices. Uh, so tell us all the different types of things you're aware of that Extension offices can help with, not just canning, not just preserving, not nu- just nutrition uh, and gardening, but uh, tell us about some of the other things that that uh, people can go to an Extension office and and get that information on?
1: Oh, I love this question. I love promoting Extension. Um, So, yeah, different offices do have different focus areas. Um, So our office, we have, myself, we have nutrition education. We have horticulture and gardening education. We have small farm and agriculture education. We have 4-H, which is our youth component. Other offices may have educators that talk about financial uh, health, uh, financial topics. We have community and economic development. Uh, We have uh, commercial ag uh, staff. It kind of goes on and on. So we cover a little bit of everything, and we have volunteer programs. If people are interested in volunteering with us, we have that. Um, We do a lot of little things uh, throughout the community. We love partnering. So if you are a partner or an agency in the area and you want to say, I want extension to come work with us. We love partnering, so that um, we're just we're happy to serve the community.
0: Well, I'm hoping to partner with the uh, Illinois uh, Extension offices to kind of keep our listeners here plugged into everything you've got going on, from any kind of uh, special events uh, to training sessions to just uh, focusing on what's good for the season. Uh, As of right now, it looks like canning and preserving your foods uh, definitely uh, that time of year. So, uh, Caitlin Mellendorf, thank you so much for taking time with us. Let's talk. Again soon because i'm sure you're a wealth of knowledge uh, that we need to ensure gets out there to the public all right
1: oh that's very kind thank you
0: it is springfield's morning news i'm greg bishop on 92 wmay springfield's news and.